And as and as they say, uh, it's uh, a special day. A happy New Year to all of you listening here this morning. And thank you for listening. Thank you for calling us. It's the Home and Appliance Show right here on News Talk 760 WJR. And the show is designed to help each and every consumer listening and calling in. We appreciate your phone calls. You make the program successful. So if you've got a question, comment, suggestion, complaint, we want to hear it. We, I mean me and Donald and Brian and everyone associated with this show because you learn from people's conversation. And that's what we intend to do. So if you've got a question, comment, complaint, anything on your products at home, uh, such as washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, even the humidifier on the side of your furnace. Well, here's the gentleman, our co-host, producer, director. He's everything. He's the guy who's going to tell you exactly how to join us in conversation until 8 o'clock this morning. His name, Donald the Hammer Schuster. I'm going to dedicate my croon in here this morning to your darling wife, Valerie, Joe. Maybe it's much too early in the game. Ah, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What were you doing New Year's? New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, Joe. And Happy New Year to you, Donald. So here's here's what I pictured. I had a vision of you last night because I didn't know exactly what you were doing for the New Year. So let me run through this whole scenario so you can oh. tell me how right I was. I pictured you and Valerie at a house party of about 20 people. It's 11.59 p.m., you know, a minute before midnight. You're the one swinging from the chandelier at this house party to the thrill of the crowd as they count down from 10 to one, and you land right in the punch bowl at the strike of midnight, bring in 2023. Well, you're totally wrong because <laughs> we spent a nice, quiet evening, had a nice dinner, and watched the football game and watched the hockey game. And I was so pleased for the Red Wings. And, uh, and then I went to bed at 10 o'clock. I, I got to tell you, I got a I, different reaction this year. You know, when I would go around asking people, you know, what do you got any plans for New Year's Eve? They would mention the football game, the Michigan football game. That was their plan for New Year's Eve. Yeah. And uh, anyways, uh, I got up at 1130 and uh, we watched the ball drop. And five after 12, I was back in bed. Perfect. You brought in the new year. Not quite the uh, vision I pictured, but... Mm-hmm. You brought it in nonetheless. All right. We are here live for you. New Year's morning. We're here to take your calls and your questions and help you out. And the phone number to call is 800-859-0590. Do I have that right? I lost my phone number. It's 800-859-0WJR. That I know for sure. 800-859-0WJR. And you can call or you can text. We prefer you call because that gives you a chance to talk with Joe, go back and forth, really discuss what's going on. But uh, if you want to text, you can text as well at the very same phone number, 
WJR. All right. So give us a call right now. We're starting out a new show. And thank you to Brian in the control room who's helping us out today. Give me the Yagler phone number by digits 800-859-0957. Okay. So if you want to do digits, it's 800-859-0957. You can call or text right now. Joe, we've got a... uh, Recall, new recall that I'd like to just kind of run by and get your thoughts on. Uh, it's a line of uh, gas ranges named Z-Line, Z-L-I-N-E. Have you ever heard of that, Brandon? No, no, I okay. haven't. And I haven't either, but they've got 28,000 of these units out there. So that's one of the things we always check when there's a recall. How many are out there? Is it worth mentioning on the radio if there's five of them, you know? important but it's only five but twenty-eight thousand of these z-line recalls gas ranges due to a serious risk of injury or death from carbon monoxide poisoning and so the hazard is this the oven of the gas ranges can emit dangerous levels of carbon monoxide while in use posing a serious risk of injury or death from carbon monoxide poisoning so the remedy is that consumers should immediately stop using the oven compartment of the recalled ranges until a free repair is available. And they recommend to find out more that you go to the government site, CPSC. This probably stands for Consumer Product Services Council, something like that, cpsc.gov.gov. And just do a search for uh, uh, protecting your family from carbon monoxide poisoning. And this recall should come up. So is this something that you've run into a lot over your career, Joe? Well, you know, let me give you a little story attached to something like this. 20-some years ago, when I was big time on WJR radio, I had a group from Toledo send me a study that this group had done on gas ranges in a home. And they showed me evidence that gas ranges provide carbon monoxide into the kitchen. And I brought that up on the air. And a week or so later, I got a phone call from the, I believe it was the president of Consumers Energy, they weren't called that then, and who took umbrage with my conversation telling people, open the window in your kitchen when you're using a gas range because many people feel nauseated or get sick when they're cooking meals in their kitchen. So I simply said, open the window to eliminate this deadly gas. And then I started getting phone calls from people on the air that stated, They felt so much better after all these years of having a runny nose and runny eyes and so forth. But it was quite a phone call because I end up telling the president of Consumers Energy that, and he was in a room with the board of directors when he was calling me. So I simply said, sir, if it's untrue, sue me. But if it is true, I will always mention it. Open a window in the kitchen when you're doing some cooking in the kitchen. Because gas stoves are known now, it's fact, to provide carbon monoxide into a kitchen scene. So 
Yeah, and uh, tied in along with something like this, okay? I've got an announcement to make here. Okay. I'll read it to you. The Federal Trade Commission has just upped the stakes in its recent work to ensure consumers have a right to repair all the things in their lives. In a unanimous bipartisan decision, the FTC has proposed new rules that would require all products displaying the Energy Guide label come packaged with repair instructions. There's been a movement here in the last several months where manufacturers don't want to give you instructions on how to repair a product. And what this new ruling, this commission, Federal Trade Commission, has just upped the stakes by announcing that people with a product with the label on it must and will put a repair instruction book in the product. Now, I believe it all started with John Deere, who didn't want anybody touching their products, but licensed dealers with the mechanics trained by John Deere and so forth. And uh, that set this all off. Where and, and all along, I've been kind of worried about what happens to all the do-it-yourselfers. Somebody said to me the other day, we, do, we still have as many do-it-yourselfers. Well, we do. Many of them enjoy fixing their own appliances. They get a big kick out of being able to do it. And they do it with a little guidance sometimes from a guy like me or a good service company that will talk to you on the phone. Uh, Yes, we still. And that's why we are always loaded with phone calls on this radio program. That's why the show is successful. It was designed 40-some years ago to help people. And without benefit of big dollars or anything like that. And uh, it's designed to help people. That's what I'm designed to do. Why the good Lord made me and put me on this earth was to help others. And I love doing it. And that's why you're here live on New Year's morning. Thank you, Joe. So let me just recap this whole discussion regarding protecting consumers with the information on Z-Line gas ranges. One more time, Z-L-I-N-E, that's the name of the gas range. And if you've got one, you should check out that you don't have a carbon monoxide problem by going to the government website, C as in consumer, P as in protection, S as in Sam, C as in consumer, cpsc.gov and search out protecting your family from carbon monoxide. It is 717 on this New Year's morning, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by SPS Glass Block. If you're a homeowner or a business owner, SPS Glass Block installs egress windows and block windows. That's right. If you have an area where people can't get out of that area during a flood or a fire, you're in big trouble. It's mandatory that if you have that condition in your home, somebody's sleeping down there, somebody's playing down there, etc., then you must have an egress window or you might go to prison for a long time. Call 
SPS Glass Block. Phone numbers 844-482-7378. That's 844-482-7378. We want to invite you to call or text us with your appliance repair question or your appliance purchase question. Either way, the doctor is in, ready to help you out. So call us or text us at 800 800- Eight five nine zero nine five seven. If you text us, give us your name and location so we can kind of personalize our response. But now's a good time. Eight hundred eight five nine zero WJR. Helping us out in the WJR control room this morning is Brian Morton. I'm doing my best to assist as well. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with Consumer Advocate and appliance doctor joe gannon on 760 wjr happy new year we're here for you the appliance doctor is here ready to help you out with your appliance repair or appliance purchase question just call or text 800-859-0957 800-859-0wjr that's exactly what our caller did right here from Alabama, who would like a little information about adjusting the heat on her stove. This is Helen. Good morning, Helen. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Well, Joe, here is my problem. Um, the broil element went out on my GE stove. It's a built-in stove the wall. And um, I got the correct uh, thing to put in, the element, and... Um, I couldn't put it in myself. It had those screws. So a handyman that does other things helps me with things. So he put it in. But I just haven't been pleased with the the heating. It's not correct. How do I how do I test that and find out adjust that to make it work better? Well, Helen, how old is the stove? It's about fifteen years old. All right. Now, are you in front of it now? Oh, I am not. But what do I need to know? I can be in there in just a minute. Well, you, why, why don't you go over to the stove there? It'll, oh, it'll give okay. me a better picture. And, okay. uh, Donald, why don't you sing a song while Helen's walking to the stove, okay? Well, what other song? Oh, I had I had, sec- I had sec- second song ready to go this morning. Let me see yeah. here. Hang on. Hang yeah. on. I should have it here somewhere. It was, you must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. A sigh is still a sigh. The world will always welcome lovers as time goes by. All I right. Time oriented. All right. Going this morning. Okay, okay Helen, you're in front of the stove. That very good, I'm, Donald. Very good. I'm in front of the stove. All right. Now, where's the uh, oven temperature knob? Well, it doesn't have a knob. It's, it's one of those things that you just push in. It's one of them push things. One of those things you just push in. Push across the. It's got across the upper part of the oven here. It's got. It's all rich. It's, uh, it's got bake and roll, up yeah. and self clean and oven wide. And this is a little readout. It's five twenty four here, and that's the oh. temperatures plus and minus, and the so hours. I mean, yeah, but start. it's a touch. It's a touchpad, right? It is. All right. I'll now here's. A- Here's what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to kill the power to this stove. It's electric, which means you've got 220 volts to the stove, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, kill the circuit breaker. 
You know where okay. that is, right? Well, well where's, um, I don't where's, have a circuit breaker. Where's your fuse? I, have, those, I have fuses. I have, you have fuses. fuses. All right. Yeah. Well, kill the power to the stove. Well, I can't do that right now because I was here here in my room. It's 100 years old. <laughs> She's in that room where that is in the wall. The wall is in there. Okay. Well, anyways, kill the power to the stove for one hour. Okay. Leave it off for one hour. And during that okay. time, I want you to heat up some white vinegar. Okay. Heat up a little dish of it because I want you to take a perfectly clean cloth. And while the power is off in the stove, to the stove, I want you to take a dampened cloth. Don't soak it. Just dampen it. And wash off the complete touchpad control. Okay. Okay? Yes. Then dry it with a piece of Kleenex. Okay. And then, after an hour, put the power back on. Okay. And I want you to send me an email that tells me how much better it works. Okay. Okay. You better help her out here, Jill. We're having a hard time hearing yeah. that. Helen, if you'll talk right into your phone, please. We'll do our best to hear you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I had looked for something like a thermometer or something that would check the heat in mine. Is there such a thing? Well, there's sometimes an adjustment behind the knob on the older stove. Yeah, you've got a touchpad control. I do. So I'm pointing this out to people who have a knob. Pull the knob off and look behind the knob, and you need a little tiny Phillips screwdriver to adjust the temperature on the knob. That will help you with the stove itself. But what I'm most important now is you follow my instructions. And then do you have my email, Helen? Uh, I do not, but I've heard you say it's the first four of Dr. Appliance. Ooh, you're close, Helen. You're close. It's the first four letters of appliance followed by the first four letters of doctor. So we call him the appliance doctor. That's how you can remember it. First four letters of appliance followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. Okay. I'll I'll be looking for an email from you. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, this morning. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it very much. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling all the way from Alabama. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I think we were hooked up there with the old two cans with a string in between there, Joe. Yeah, yeah, but it worked out all right. Yeah, yeah. Marginally, but it worked. All right, let's see if we do any better going to South Rockwood right here in Michigan. A question from Mike. Good morning, Mike. Uh, Thanks for your phone call, and how may we help you? uh, Yeah, Joe, uh, I've heard you mention uh, formula It's clean for for cleaning something and involved a can of Coke and uh, 
but I couldn't remember the other product that you use with it and what it's used for. And I was wondering if you could go over that. And then I also had another uh, question on a different subject. Um, my wife and I differ on this. We see a lot of people leave their outside Christmas lights going all night. And uh, she thinks that that's not safe. And I dif differ with her on it. But I was wondering if you have an opinion or if you could ask that uh, fire marshal that you have on once in a while of uh, uh, interviewing him. Well, that's very nice that you bring him up because he's a great asset to this radio program, talking safety. But uh, back to the, uh, well, let's stay on the lights for a second. Anytime okay. you've got a string of lights anywhere, anywhere, in the house, outside, anywhere, there's always a danger involved with them. Make sure you use the good cord, a cord heavier than what you think you need, so that you don't lose electricity and voltage through the wrong kind of cords. And they overheat as well. That's why we always tell people, don't put a cord underneath the carpet, because if it's leaking voltage, it'll get hot. And so there's always a danger involved. And your wife is correct in well, assuming there's danger in those outside lights. But, it, again, it's, you know, it, it, every person requires to do what they want to do. So let's leave it at that. As far as the formula is concerned, this was sent to me by a consumer listening to the show, listening to a woman who wants to clean the inside of her toilet, and he sent me an email that says, Use a can of regular Coke and a half a bottle of peroxide. And I, I know this works because I did it. Okay. So you and just. What, what, yeah, what is that used for, though, uh, for cleaning, just general cleaning? Or uh, is there a particular uh, appliance that you that you use that for? No, this was strictly for the toilet in your home. Oh, the toilet bowl. Okay. That's yes. that's what I needed to find out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks, uh, Joe, and uh, glad you made it through the New Year's party uh, and, <laughs> and you're back with us for this year. Thank you. Take care. We are up to 6.32 on this New Year's morning, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Speed Queen. Speed Queen, well, you talk about a washer machine and a clothes dryer that have taken over the industry. I think every service technician in America will tell you the best washing machine you can buy with a 20-year or 25-year average life is a Speed Queen. Commercial quality, same product that's in the laundromat and in more than a century of history. Speed Queen, take a look. Visit speedqueen.com for a Speed Queen dealer nearest you. Joe Gannon is up early on this New Year morning for one reason. That's to help you out. All you got to do is help us, help, help him out by giving him the question that it is appliance repair question or appliance purchase question. So give us a call or text us right now at 800 859 0957. It's 
WJR. If you text, give us your name and location, if you would, please. Either way, 800-859-0957. I am your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we are just moments away from the next segment of the longest-running appliance repair radio show in America going right through that WJR control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit in that golden tower of the Fisher Building. It's the great voice of the Great Lakes. It's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. Even if it's New Year's morning, we try to be here for you every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. It's the Home and Appliance Show right here on 760 WJR. We've got lots of good programming planned for the rest of this New Year's Day ahead on 760 WJR. And to tell us about it is the host of The Car Show, heard every Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. on WJR, Brian Morton. Who do I send the invoice to for this uh, hammer? Just, we are just, just supportive <laughs> of our fellow shows. That's what it is. Coming up, and we congratulate you on being the host of the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Coming up after the Home and Appliance Show, we're going to have the veteran's perspective on. Following that, we're going to help you watch your money with everyday wealth. And then two hours of the inside outside guys from 10 till noon. That's what's going on today. Thank you, Brian Morton, and thanks for helping out in the control room as well. Our phone number to call, our phone number to text, 800-859-0957. That's 800-859-0WJR. With a question about his water filter in his refrigerator from Tennessee, this is Terry. Good morning, Terry. Thanks for the phone call, and how may we help you? Well, it's a question. So I know from past programs, I know you're not a fan of of the filters you have to put in these water and get into the refrigerator. They're super expensive. And my beef is I think that these appliances are programmed to go off every six months versus the amount of water that goes through them so that you know, every six months the light goes on, the house lights are woke up. We gotta replace the filter and they go out and buy one and I got a filter and it said it's supposed to take six hundred gallons and I haven't actually tried to I mean I fill up bottles with our water and put them in the fridge. I don't buy but I use the water and I haven't tried to calculate how much water goes through them, but I believe, and I may be wrong, you can tell me, I believe that these things are programmed to turn the light on every six months whether you need it or not. Exactly. So that seems to me to be, is that wrong? (laughs) Seems like a racket. Well, it is, quite honestly, and I'm not shy in uh, going along with your decision there on how the system works. Uh, those filters started off at $30 years ago, and now I know I spend $79 for a filter for mine, and I believe in the filter system. I believe that it does the job the way it's supposed to. It filters the water and makes that water pretty healthy. But right. that wasn't that was not always the case, I might add, because when they first came out, those refrigerators... With water dispensers, there was no filter. None. Right. Right. 
Then I believe somebody got sick or died. Then I believe all manufacturers who don't talk to each other started talking to each other and said, okay, let's put a filter in here. And then they raised the price, where mine is now $79. Well, you know, you spend $2,000 for a refrigerator, and it's not long. You just, you know, by the life of the refrigerator, you just spent as much for filters as you did for the refrigerator. Right. And, uh, I'm with you. I mean, I know you spent at least 50 bucks. Uh, yeah. Now, and the filter, here's another one for you. In California here not long ago, they got a carton of product that came from China. You know those big cartons they put on ships? Right. Well, they opened up one of those cartons, and there was $250,000 worth of water filters that were counterfeit. There wasn't a thing in there in the filter to filter out the water. And who would know? That's right. So how many did they miss? Those filters were destined for distributing to certain stores, and it's a big business. I mean, you make a filter that works two cents and you sell it for $50, so it's a big business. So my thought is that you can do a public service out there telling them that every time that light goes off, doesn't necessarily you need to replace the filter, and it's probably not going to plug up and not stop working. If you don't think you've run five or six hundred gallons through it, no, let the light blink. So I'm going to hop in, and, and for anybody who's just listening in their car and can't hear Terry real well, he's questioning the fact that do you have to pay such serious attention every six months when that light goes off in the refrigerator saying it's time to replace the filter, or is that some just a generic timer thing that may or may not apply to a year amount of water usage? Yeah, well, I had a dealer the other day uh, tell me just hit the button, hold the button for three seconds and disregard that. Uh, Again, I feel just like Terry does. They promote the sale of filters by putting in information that's not true. And it promotes the sale of filters, which many times, I guess, are produced by the manufacturer of that product. So uh, I go along with Terry's thinking. And... uh, There are so many ways people can get ripped off. Be aware, consumers. Be aware that there are many, many ways, and especially if you're a senior citizen. Terry, thanks for your phone call. Keep in touch. Bye-bye. Joe, I'm going to take the lead on this next question that comes in from a text caller because you tossed it to me the last time this subject came up. And I'm going to actually call on our listeners to help us out. The text caller wants to know why his new washer dryer has Bluetooth. So just as a reminder that Bluetooth is a short distance transmission protocol so that if you're ever wearing like wireless headphones and listening to your smartphone that's coming from your smartphone up to your headphones via a bluetooth transmission or if you were ever tossing your phone to play music on a little wireless uh, 
speaker halfway across the room that would be transmitted via Bluetooth. This text caller wants to know why his washer dryer has Bluetooth. And we talked about this last time, Joe, and we really didn't know. So I want to ask anybody listening, if you've got a washer dryer with a Bluetooth, maybe you've read the manual, what do they claim is the purpose of having Bluetooth in your washer dryer? You could help us out because I haven't got an idea. Do you, Joe? Not a clue, just something to add to a product, to add to the cost factor of that product. Listen, like Samsung's recent recall, 600 and some thousand washing machines are under recall because they catch fire. They catch fire. Now, this is, there was once a recall here just a couple of years ago where Samsung was recalled 2.8 million washing machines. This new recall has to do with a machine that's wired up with Bluetooth. And there's a, a system to correct the problem, but a, it has to insert a site or something with the uh, manufacturer. Now, why? I mean, you buy a washing machine to wash clothes. Now, let's go back just 20 years ago and before that. They built a washing machine. It filled with hot water or cold water up to the top, had an agitator, washed the clothes, beat the blazes out of them, and washed them clean. Now, I have, I don't know, 20,000? No, I'm up to 10,000 emails. Hundreds of these people have <clears throat> written me to tell me how unhappy how unhappy they are with their washing machine because it does everything under the sun. I tested a washing machine not long ago, a couple of years ago. I have a Carhartt Red Wing jacket given to us by the Red Wings. And uh, I put it in the washing machine, let it go through the whole cycle. At the end of the cycle, I open the lid, pull the, washing, the uh, Carhartt jacket out. Half of it wasn't even wet. Half of the jacket wasn't in. And this is the machines they're selling today that's supposed to wash your clothes. Yeah, they save a lot of energy. They don't use any water. But anyways, there's a lot of viewpoints on that. And visit an appliance store. And if you know the appliance people, like I know the appliance people, they don't pull any strings they 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 tell you the way it is what they're happy with as well as what consumers are happy with so it's quite a revolution we're having here in the world of washing machines and you're right donald i don't have a clue but brian morton did a little research went to lifewire.com and you know asked the question why would a dryer or a washer have bluetooth and came up with the answer that you could use the bluetooth to start or stop your dryer remotely. So let's just talk that through for a second because it comes under the heading just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you should or would want to. But for example, if you had a Bluetooth furnace system, Bluetooth heating and cooling system in your house, you could theoretically program it so that when you leave work 20 minutes away that you could start, uh, you could turn your heat up remotely via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi from a remote distance so that your house is heated up by the time you get home. But uh, why it would make such a difference to start your washer or dryer before you got home, I, I, that just seems like, you know, you can do it, but why? And even with this theory that you just explained, turn the furnace on while you're not home. 
Well, I tell people, don't turn your washer and dryer on when you're not home. The dryer, we have 18,000 house fires a year caused by clothes dryers. That's just the reported one. So there's a lot more than that. And your washing machine is running. The hose breaks while you're not there. You can't shut the water off. It floods the basement. All these theories on how to run appliances when you're not there, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. All right, we're up to 6.50 on this New Year morning. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by ProTech Environmental. Well, ProTech Environmental, been with me a long time on radio, based in Ann Arbor, beautiful location. And what they do is they make sure that if you have radon in your home and you may have, like I once found out I had, well, anyways, they install a remediation system to take care of the problem for the length of the home. So they do it the way it should be done at a very reasonable price, and they assist clients with radon, vapor, mold, and other environmental issues. Call ProTech Environmental. Kurt Hutchins is a great guy, knows exactly what he's doing. He's done it for me. He's done it for Donald, for Trudy. He's done it for several other friends. Call ProTech Environmental, 888-MR-RADON. That's 888-677-2366. It's a good morning to call or text with your appliance repair or your appliance purchase question. I suspect some of our regular listeners, Joe, might have been swinging from a chandelier at midnight last night. It might be a little slower to uh, dial a phone number this morning. So for anybody who's alert and awake and has a question, give us a call or text us with your question right now. 800 859 That's the number John from Trenton called. We're going to be helping him out when we come back. We want to help you out as well. 800 800- 8590WJR. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. I'm here to help out this morning, doing the best I can. We're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the radio station that is Detroit First, Detroit Always, 760WJR. Our phone number to text or to call is 800 859 if you text us, give us your name and location, if you would, please. 800-859-0WJR. It's a question about cleaning his uh, oven from Trenton on the line. Joe, this is John. Good morning, John. Thanks for calling. And <clears throat> how may we help you? Good morning, Joe. morning. Uh, my wife and I danced the night away at Riverview Highlands. And... Uh, uh, I didn't do much dancing because they had the Ohio State-Georgia game on at the same time. Oh, I see. And I and I come from a family of dancers. My dad died dancing. My granddad oh. died dancing at the end of a rope. Oh. So anyway, oh. so anyway, I come home and I have to look at this frigid air oven my wife had just cooked four cornish hens and the damn oven is full of grease from the vents outside the oven where you clean it 
Now, and a GE oven is completely sealed away from the uh, away. The glass is completely sealed. Now, on these frigid airs, they have vents on the outside, and if you just swipe it with a wet sponge or something, you're going to contaminate that glass. So the glass looks terrible, and you want to know yeah. how to clean it. No, no, no. I want to. Yeah. I want to. Uh, get a class action lawsuit against Frigidaire. If oh. other people have had problems with this situation, there's got to be other people that have had problems with this glass on a Frigidaire uh, range. Well, and, let me uh, give it to you this way. I've got some 10,000 emails sent to me in the past three years, and I've got a few hundred of those pertaining to how to clean the glass because they get dirty. And I tell people, I have only taken apart a glass door, a door on an oven once in my life, just once. When I owned an appliance service business and parts business, a guy brought the whole door in. So I didn't want to look too stupid. So I took it apart. When I put it back together, okay, uh, the guy called me a week later, the glass broke. And I found out that the screws that hold the door together and the glass in there are all set at a certain torque. And I didn't know what that torque was. And that's why the glass door broke. The glass broke. Then there was no more glass available. So I went to a glass company. I had to order this piece of glass, exact size, where it wouldn't break apart. And that cost me a small fortune. So today, I don't tell anybody how to take a door apart on a stove because you are going to have problems. I have only one answer for you, John. One. There's a handle on the stove. Hang a nice-appearing, clean towel on the handle. So John is gone because he didn't want to miss a word of what you were saying. So he, he hung up so he could hear everything you were saying there. But is that pretty much what you've got to say to John? Yes, sir. That's it. All right. We're going to go up to the 7 o'clock news soon. But before we do that, we might want to just mention that uh, there's still time to sign up for Joe Gannon's monthly email newsletter. Uh, Joe Gannon's monthly newsletter is filled with appliance repair money-saving, and consumer alert tips. And uh, you can get it for an entire year, once a month in your email inbox for a $10 minimum donation. It goes to Spectrum Human Services, doesn't it, Joe? That's a good cause. Yes, it all goes to Spectrum Human Services, an organization I've been a board member for going on 20 years. They do so much. 1,400 children a day in the state of Michigan is what they help. And they bring these problems to light, and they help so many kids. Uh, I'm very proud to be a board member, very proud to have this fundraising system going to raise money for directly to Spectrum. Well, to give them a way to sign up, to get in on Joe Gannon's monthly email newsletter, you just have to go online to sign up. Go online to spectrumhuman.org, S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M, spectrumhuman.org. We're coming back for another full hour, so we want you to call during the news so we can help you out and give you the answer after the news. We're coming up to the 7 o'clock news. While you're listening, dial 800-859-0WJR, 800-859-0WJR. 
That's 800-859-0957. And it is a Sunday morning. It is a day of celebration, for it is a happy new year to each and every one of you. And especially to our listeners who call in, please, it's a family-oriented radio program. You don't have to be nervous. Yes, you may be, but hey, you will cover it up well with your question. And that's why I'm here on Sunday mornings from 6 till 8 o'clock to help you with questions on your major home appliances. A washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier. We handle them all. And people listen and learn from your conversation. But don't be shy. Grab the phone and join us. And how to do that? Well, our executive producer, director, co-host, Donald the Hammer Schuster will tell you how. With a New Year morning song dedicated to your darling wife, Valerie. Maybe it's much too early in the game. Ah, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What were you doing New Year's? New Year's Eve. Now, Joe, you denied it last hour, but I'm telling you, I still have visions of you and Valerie at a house party last night, about 20 people. It's 11.59, minute before midnight. I see you as the one swinging from a chandelier to the delight of the crowd as they count down from 10 to 1, and you land right in the punch bowl at the stroke of midnight. You're still going to deny that's what went on, huh? Uh, yeah, Donald, that's not my style. <laughs> my, my style is to sit in the corner and listen to conversation and learn about certain individuals because you tell people who you are by your conversation. I'd like people to recognize that fact. You tell people who you are when you have enough nerve or bravery to get on the telephone and to call. You're out of your comfort zone. I know the feeling I get nervous when I'm being interviewed. But I do it anyways because it helps people. So it's all a way of saying if you've got an appliance repair or an appliance purchase question, even if you're hesitant, give us a call, text us, let the appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, help you out. So whether you want to call or text, the phone number is 800 859 zero nine five seven call if you can text if you must eight hundred eight five nine zero wjr joe last hour we uh, had a question a text question that said can you please tell me why a washer or a dryer might have bluetooth on it and we were kind of stumped to come up with a really practical reason why that might be the case but we asked for help and john from sandusky did text us and said that bluetooth on washers and dryers are there to help technicians run diagnostics more easily so that does kind of make sense well there's truth to that because They've got plug-in machines now that you plug into an appliance and tells you exactly what's wrong, where to look, and so forth. But there's other reasons. I mean, they've got refrigerators that are connected to all this stuff and uh, that tell you when the product is running low on certain products in the refrigerator section. has nothing to do with diagnosing, but it 
you know, it's incorporated in there. They just want to add things. They just want to make the refrigerator so technical that you want these features. You want to be above the Joneses, for instance. A refrigerator, for instance, is made to cool food, to preserve food, to make sure you don't die from food poisoning and so forth. But uh, sometimes I question that by the temperature ranges that occur in refrigerators compared to yesterday. I got two old refrigerators, Donald. I got a 48 Filco refrigerator downstairs and a 51 hot point in the garage. Let me tell you something. The temperature of the food products in there, it's usually, you know, beer and pop and liquids and so forth. Uh, you're talking about 34 degrees. There isn't a refrigerator today that can hit 34 degrees. And as a consequence, we suffer more food poisoning in this country uh, because, you know, you, the, the rule used to be that you could keep leftovers for seven days. Now that rule is gone because the rule today is at three days, at four days, you get rid of it all. Don't eat it. Bacteria has a chance to grow when the temperature is 40 degrees in a refrigerator section of a product. So, yeah, he's right in a sense because technology, you know, describes that. In a washing machine, I was at a home the other day when my son Andrew took a washing machine apart and the instructions for testing that machine were in a pamphlet inside the cavity of the machine. You had to take the front off to find this thing. But he knew exactly where to look. So, yes, John, you're right to a certain degree. Let's go to a caller from Shelby who would like to talk to you about his ice maker problem. This is Greg. Greg and Shelby, thank you for calling. How may we help you? Hey, you guys. Mr. Positive, Happy New Year. And to all the thank listeners, you. make it your year. 2023, own it. Um, hey, real quick, the surgery went well, the reconnecting of my colon, maybe a little bit of a hernia, but uh, I can go to the bathroom like everyone else. But real quick, you guys, you guys are the best. Um, what about um, my icebox? It doesn't, and great information about 40 degrees and bacteria. I did not know that. My icebox doesn't work. It just, the temperature's all there, but it's not dropping ice or anything. There's no ice cubes coming out at all. Do you have a water dispenser as well? Yes, uh, where you can get water, if you're uh, referring to where I can get yeah. uh, glasses of water. Yeah, and it does the water. It does the, the water, uh, and it doesn't yeah. make the ice. Right. So we've got to go to the most common part that fails in that kind of a pr predicament. Uh, the water valve on the back of the refrigerator. If you follow the water line... To the back of the refrigerator, it connects right to a dual water valve. One side's for ice, one side's for water. Okay. And that's the common part to fail. And uh, I'll give you an idea how many of those are sold. I did a study years ago and found that over 100,000 water valves are sold for major home appliances, your dishwasher, your washing machine, 
and your ice maker. Over 100,000 wow. are sold every month, Greg. Not Whoa. every year. Every month. So it's been a, a, a product that I put on my four-letter word that I use on radio. And that word is J-U-N-K. So change the water valve. Very good, my friend. You guys have a blessed day and keep on rocking. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for the phone call. And congratulations, Greg, on your good recovery there. Great to hear that. 7.15 on this New Year's morning, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by Banks Vacuum. Banks Vacuum. By golly, it is one beautiful store. They've got 10 of them in the Detroit area. They're the largest vacuum cleaner dealer in the world, and they carry the lowest prices anywhere with free inspections, service, and repair after the sale. You can learn more by going to banksvac.com. That's banksvac.com. We're taking a short break, and when we do come back, we're going to be talking to Jeremy from Gross Point. And we want to be talking to you as well. All you have to do is give us a call. Text us if you have to. Call us if you can. 800-859-0957. That's 800-859-0WJR. Helping us out in the WJR control room this morning is Brian Morton. I'm doing my best to assist as well as your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. And we're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR. You think just because it's New Year's morning, Joe Gannon's not going to be here live to answer your appliance repair and appliance purchase questions? Not true. He's here. The doctor's in the house. Give him a call right now, 800 8 Five nine zero nine five seven. That's eight hundred eight five nine zero WJR. Frustrated with your current vacuum cleaner? Do what I do. Go to Bank Vacuum with ten area locations. Here's why: they carry all brands and represent all warranties. Plus, you can try the vacuum out right there in the store, and they will guarantee the lowest prices anywhere. Plus free service and repair after the sale, including free inspections, unlimited vacuum belt replacement, and filter installations. And mention my name at purchase, and you'll get a free gift valued at $79. That's Banks Vacuum, the world's largest vacuum dealer since 1956. Learn more at banksvac.com. With a question about his upright freezer on the line from Gross Point, Joe, this is Jeremy. Good morning, Jeremy. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Hi, Joe. Happy New Year to you and Hammer. Thank you. Um, I've got uh, a freezer that I have not used in about seven years. It's in my basement. It's unplugged. Um, I also have a small compact refrigerator that I bought about 15 years ago, still new in a box, never used it. Do these appliances, having them sit idle, non-used, will that affect their life? Well, you won't know now till you plug it in. And in 24 hours, it should maintain a good cold temperature. 
both of those products. And let me tell you why I say that. I tell people you should not leave an, a refrigerator or freezer unplugged for more than three months. And that's stretching it a little bit. And the reason is that when the product was built in the factory, we used the terminology sealed system. In other words, here's a compressor, here's all the tubing that goes throughout the product. They pull a vacuum on that, and that means that they remove everything but a little tiny moisture can maintain an area in there and stay there. And what happens to a, a little tiny moisture forms into a larger piece of uh, product that's in there that shouldn't be there. And that little tiny piece of moisture grows and it causes a floating restriction, we call it. In other words, that little piece of moisture which has grown must go through areas of tubing that are the size of the lead on a pencil. And if it can't get through that, you won't refrigerate. So I always tell people, don't leave a product unplugged or shut off for a long period of time. Three months is my estimation. So, okay, so the one that I have has been in, in a you know new in box for fifteen years. There's, I would only, I mean, there's no, I can't. It's no guarantee it's going to work as new then. That's right. You're only and then the other. Know, you're only going to know that by plugging it in and let it run for okay. 24 hours. Okay, and then the one that I have in my basement that I haven't used in seven years, would you recommend turning it on, you know, once every couple of months just for, uh, you know, a few hours or? Yeah. Any... Okay. Let it let it run overnight for, uh, for a f an accumulation of a few hours. Okay. You, yeah. Okay, thank you. And Jeremy, I think I, I think I, I think I uh, know your last caller. I think I went to high school with Mister Positive. Oh, really? Well, he's a regular yeah, I, on this radio station. He calls all the shows. I, he's very well taken by yeah. everybody, and he's always polite. Yeah, I, I it was. I believe there was a, a person named Mister Positive way back. I'm not going to say when, but way back. Yeah. So, well, all okay. right. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremy. Take care. My dad taught me how to be positive, Joe. I came home one day and said, Dad, I, I, I think I just flunked my algebra test. He says, son, that's negative. Be positive. I said, okay, Dad, I'm positive I just flunked my algebra test. Oh, oh yeah. old Zig Ziglar joke. Let's go to Inkster. Got a Frigidaire gas range question from Mike. Hi, Mike. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Yeah, yes. Um, I was trying to find the product number or, or the serial number on a machine on the Frigidaire stove that I'm talking about because it seems like it's worn off because it used to be just a sticker, and I can't find the number or anything to coordinate to order the, the part that I might need for this particular stove. Now, have you looked in the oven? Yes. And have you looked inside the drawer at the bottom of the stove? Uh, yes. There's nothing that's... Usually, they some of them have like a... 
indentation, you know, like a serial number, but I couldn't find anything. I don't know where else I could look to might find that number. Well, if the uh, tag that's on there is worn, well, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of stuck on that, too, because I'm like, okay, well, because it, 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 uh, what happened was the stove, when we blew power one year, about two years ago, it, it blew the whole circuit board out and, you know, won't do anything now. So I'm like, well, I tried to look for the part. I thought I could find the part and... Yeah, can't even find a number to order the part. Where's uh, uh, where did you buy the stove? How long ago? Um, let's see, it's probably over ten years old now. Yeah, where did you buy it? Uh, ABC Warehouse. Well, then go back to ABC Warehouse. They probably got your name and the model number written right there on a piece of paper or in a computer. Okay, that'd probably be more likely where I had to go. Yeah, that's yes, a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Mike. Okay, I appreciate it. Thanks. You're you're welcome, sir. Take care. New Year's morning, 2023. We're coming up on the clock saying 727. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by DeRocher's Appliance. With a new store in Sylvania, Ohio, and a store opened in 1951 in Monroe, Michigan. The Roachers Appliance is a household world word in, in that area and others as well. They've got these two stores that take care of thousands of consumers. They got the whole Lazy Boy furniture designs and everything is in that store in Monroe. And they got dinette sets and they're very big into outdoor grills and mattresses as well. They've got just about everything there is in the world of major home appliances and furniture. So stop by DeRocher's Appliance in downtown Monroe and in Sylvania, Ohio, and I'm sure you'll get a lesson in what to buy, how to buy it, what's good, what's bad. They give you the information that makes you a smarter consumer. The Roachers, they're not there just to sell you something. They're there to help the consumer get the right product for their needs. The Roachers, phone number 734-241-7626. We're coming on back, and when we do, we're going to be talking to Rick from New Baltimore. And guess who else we want to be talking to? You. All you got to do is give us a call, and the appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, can help you out. If you can't call us, text us. Give us your name and location if you do. But the preferred way is give us a call so Joe can talk to you and really drill down on your question. The phone number to call right now, 800-859-0957. That's 800-859-0957. WJR. I am Donald the Hammer 
Schuster. And we are just moments away from the next segment of the longest running appliance repair radio show in America. I mean, from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean. We're funneling it right through that WGR control room. I'm talking about in the new center area of Midtown Detroit in that beautiful Albert Kahn architecture golden tower of the Fisher Building. It's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. Even on New Year's morning, we're here Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., the Home and Appliance Show on WJR. Lots of good programming coming up later this morning on WJR. And to tell us about it is the host of The Car Show that you hear every Saturday morning on WJR from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I introduce to you Brian Morton. Oh, good morning, guys. I'm sorry there. I was busy with the phones. <laughs> totally dropped my guard. Coming up later on, well, coming up in about 30 minutes, we're going to have the veteran's perspective. Then Everyday Wealth, helping you keep an eye on all your money, Joe. And then the Inside Outside, guys, until noon after that. Thank you, Brian. And one of the calls Brian was dealing with was our next caller, who's got a question about his water heater from New Baltimore on the line. Joe, this is Rick. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for your phone call. How may we help you? Good morning, Joe. Happy uh, Happy New Year. Uh, you too, sir. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Tang in the dishwasher, uh, vacuumed out the bottom of the fridge, um, uh, vinegar in the dish in the, uh, the washing machine. Everything's old. Everything's working. Thank you. <laughs> good. 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 Uh, Okay, now, uh, so I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm so cheap I hate myself sometimes, but um, I took in a one-year-old 50-gallon A.O. Smith water heater. Um, my boss was giving it away. Uh, he needed a, uh, a different type. Uh, this is a, a gravity exhaust. Um, now, the one I've got, the, the uh, uh, water heater I've got, is about 14 years old, so I suspect it's not going to, last a whole lot longer um you know i took the anodized rod out of the uh, one that i was given and it looks like new you know it's, it's one year old one year old and it's slightly used um but i'm wondering what would you do would you would you just go ahead and replace the old one um, um or how would i store this uh while the old one is still working well i just put it in a corner someplace there's no water in it is there no Okay, so you could even put it in the garage someplace. You're not going to hurt it. Okay. And uh, yeah, and I I wouldn't get rid of my old one. I mean, it. The plumbing professionals tell me that they have a lifespan of seven to twelve years. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that's a shortened period compared to what was nor- normal in the past, where you know there are people listening right now with water heaters that are 30 years old still operate but they don't make them the same way as they used to so there's a high movement of new hot water heaters sold every year they're getting more expensive all the time and the lifespan is shortened but i wouldn't unless i got a leak in that hot water tank and a leak is usually starting with a drip Correct. And you, you, you confirm that the leak is coming from the tank itself, then you know that leak can only get larger and it can cause some damage. 
at that point, I start thinking about replacing it. Not until then, or if it completely stopped working and the gas valve was bad and needed to spend the money for a new gas valve, then I'd, again, make the move to replacing it. But not until then. Okay. Now, if, if there were a little bit of water left in the bottom of this, will that eventually evaporate? What I was concerned with was, you know, that, that there might be some rusting while it, while it sits idle. Is that an issue or no? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. So just stick it in the corner and, and, and wait, yeah. out the, uh, wait out the old one. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. Thanks for your call. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome, sir. Joe, we got a self-cleaning oven that's not self-cleaning. That's a problem. Let's go to Plymouth, Wisconsin. Talk to Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for your phone call. And how far, may I ask, are you from Ripon, Wisconsin? Not far, Joe. Not far at all, about 45 miles. All right. Well, I made the trip to the Speed Queen factories there just a few months back, and I love the area. I love Speed Queen, but I love the area. Ripon, Wisconsin, a beautiful little town. Yes, it is. That's where Ripon Good Cookie used to come from. Yes, sir. Yes. Now, how may we help you? <laughs> okay, I've got a used stove after a divorce. Uh, I tried to do the self-cleaning thing. It wouldn't clean. Now, they have these new chemicals that say that they'll clean up a stove. But it says that the directions do not use them. So I'm just wondering, can I clean that stove to get it clean? I mean, I got quite a buildup in there. Well, first of all, I'd, uh, I'd buy myself a gallon of white vinegar. And I'd heat up a bottle of white vinegar. I don't mean boil it, but get it hot. And okay. I'd spray the and I'd spray the inside of that oven with this vinegar, let it sit overnight, and then you may have to do that two three times to use the right stuff that won't hurt the surface of the self cleaning stove. Oh, that, okay. That's what I'd use. Your grandmother used to use you. No, 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 better than that. Your great grandmother's grandmother used. To, use vinegar to clean things. It's still one of the best cleaners in the world. Okay. All right. White vinegar, then. All right. Yes, sir. I just didn't know that I'd uh, wreck the porcelain inside the oven or not if I did that. You won't hurt it with vinegar. All right, sir. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Kevin. Take care. Joe, perhaps we should mention for anybody who's tuned in since the last time we uh, brought it up that there is a recall coming out, a recall notice coming out this past week on a certain line of gas ranges, and the gas range line is Z-Line, Z-L-I-N-E, and it says Z-Line recalls gas ranges due to serious risk of injury or death from carbon monoxide poisoning. The hazard is the oven of the gas range can emit dangerous levels of carbon monoxide while in use, posing a serious risk of injury or death from carbon monoxide poisoning. I guess there's about 28,000 of these uh, ranges in use. I'll give out the information to contact anybody who thinks they might have one and want to learn more. But before I get to that, you've been kind of uh, recommending people watch the carbon monoxide from the range for years now, haven't you, Joe? Yes, sir. When I was big time way back here on WJR Radio, started talk specialty shows 
uh, I mentioned that a group of people in Toledo sent me the study of carbon monoxide coming from a kitchen gas stove. And they proved it to me. And I went on the air and I talked about it. And then I got phone calls from people saying, you know, I no longer get runny eyes and sniffles and feel nauseated when I cook meals. And that's been the feeling I have had for years. All I do now is do what you suggested. I open a window in the kitchen when I'm cooking. So carbon monoxide does come from gas stoves. We've proven that. And it's a well-known fact today. But I still make that suggestion. Oh, if you have a gas range, open a kitchen window when you're cooking. You'll feel much better. So here's a situation that's risen to the point of an actual recall. Z-line Z-line gas ranges recalls due to a serious risk of injury or death from carbon monoxide poisoning. If you have a Z-line and want to get more information about this problem and how to handle it and get it fixed, you want to search online at the government website, CPSC. That's Consumer Protection Services Council, cpsc.gov. G-O-V as in government. So go on to cpsc.gov, search protect your family from carbon monoxide, and you'll get some information about the Z-line recall due to carbon monoxide. It is 742, and the next segment of this New Year's morning edition of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning. Dalton Environmental Cleaning. I just gave his phone number to somebody the other day which is 877-DALTONS. That's 877-325-8667. Kurt Presley and his wife, Kelly, they have this beautiful business called Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning and Dryer Vent Line Cleaning. I'm telling you something, folks. This young man and his wife have been advertising with me for over 30 years on whatever station I've been on. He never failed. And I'll tell you, I've not had one complaint about his service. When he cleans your air ducts in your home, he takes a picture before and a picture after. And he makes that duct work, the inside of your duct work, look as brand new as it was first installed. And you breathe everything that's in that ductwork every day of your in-home life. Call Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning, 877-DALTONS. That's 877-325-8667. In the on-deck circle, getting ready to step up to the plate and have her phone call question answered is Bobby from Taylor. We're going to be talking to Bobby about her uh, water dripping back the, the back of her refrigerator. And we want to be talking to you about any repli- appliance repair or appliance purchase question that you might have. So give us a call right now. We're going to until eight o'clock this morning. The phone number to call with your appliance repair or appliance purchase question is 800 859 0957. If you must text, you can do that as well. Just give us your name and location. But call us if you can. Text us if you must. 
800-859-0WJR. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR. Joe, when I think first of the month, I think uh, Joe's monthly email newsletter ready to come out. Is it fair to say we should be seeing that January edition as soon as we get back to normal business a little later in the week? I think you'll see it uh, maybe uh, maybe tomorrow, but for sure Tuesday. <coughs> it'll be going out on the computers and uh, very interesting things I've written about this time. Things people should know but you'll have to uh, make a small donation you know it's it's less than a dollar a month it really is and it's three four pages of information that people need and people can follow the information that's on there and save money joe's newsletter is filled with appliance repair money saving consumer alert tips and you can receive it for an entire year for a minimum $10 donation. We say minimum because we're happy to receive your $10 donation which every cent goes to Spectrum Human Services, but if you'd like to donate more as so many others have, please feel free to do that as well. Spectrum is a family services agency working to strengthen Michigan children and families with foster care and adoption programs, assisted living, substance abuse and more if you get to the online website sign up you might even get in time for the january edition to arrive in your email inbox in a couple of days so go online and sign up or renew if you need to if it's been a year since you signed up the first time it's time to renew go online to spectrumhuman.org s-p-e-c-t-r-u-m spectrumhuman.org Got some water dripping down the back of a refrigerator from Taylor uh, on the line. This is Bobby. Good morning, Bobby. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you? Good morning. Um, I have exactly what you said. I have water dripping down, I guess, the back of the refrigerator. And it goes under the drawers. That's how I noticed it when I opened the drawer. And uh, for about a day. But I'm hoping I can get it fixed without buying a new refrigerator. Well, first of all, uh, how old is the refrigerator and what kind? It's a Whirlpool, and it's approximately 10 or 12 years old. Is it a freezer on the top? Yes. Now, the water that you're seeing is water that's not going down into the drain pan underneath the refrigerator because the little tunnel that the water goes down is plugged. So here's what you do. And you can do it, Bobby, or you can have a friend do it, but you can do it. It's the most common service call in America. It'll cost you a couple hundred bucks to have somebody do it for you. So you unplug the refrigerator. You take the back wall off inside the freezer, inside the freezer against the back wall there, You see screws that hold the back wall in place. That's a piece of sheet metal. It's sharp. So watch you don't cut yourself. You'll take the screws off. You'll work that piece of metal out of there. And then you'll see an evaporator. That's the area that gets cold. And at the bottom of that, you'll see a trough, a little trough, 
where when the defrost heater comes on, it melts the snow, snow turns to water, goes into that trough, and goes down a path, a little river, a little tube to the drain pan underneath the refrigerator. Do you have a turkey baster at home? Yes. And fill the turkey baster with warm water, stick it in the hole, and squeeze the bulb. Do that three times. You've just fixed the problem. Really? Yep. I'm writing this down three times. Well, and you can also send me a... You can send me an email too, you know. I talk to a lot okay. of people on that email every week. Okay. So I don't need a new refrigerator. Very good. Thank you. Appreciate oh, no, it. you don't need a new refrigerator. That's for sure. Okay. Thank you okay. very much. I'm glad you have the show on every every week. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for calling. Very nice of you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Grab a pen or grab your smartphone. I'll give you the email address so you can email Joe Gannon in just a couple of seconds. But on the way there, let me mention there's a few ways to stay connected to the Home and Appliance Show during the week. One is that you can visit our webpage. To do that, just go to wjr.com slash appliance. And when you're there, you can listen to past episodes of the show so that if you missed one and want to hear it or heard one and want to hear it again, can stream it right while you're there. You can also see a list of our preferred partners. So if you're looking for some help around your home or business, you'll see some good people that we can recommend right there. So go to our webpage at wjr.com slash appliance. Another way to stay in touch with the show is to subscribe to our show as a podcast. If you like listening to podcasts, just do a search in your podcast software for the Home and Appliance Show. Subscribe to it. It'll pop up every week just like clockwork, and you can listen to the show that way as well. And then that third way we were mentioning just a moment ago, if you'd like to email the appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, at his own personal email address, here is the address. The first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com. Joe, we're going to go to a caller now that's in the township uh, in St. Clair County with a population just under 4,000 citizens. He's got a question regarding a Speed Queen washer from Casco Township, Michigan. This is Paul. Good morning, Paul. Thanks for your phone call. How may we help you? Good morning, Mr. Gannon. Thank you for being here on a Sunday morning. I have a Speed yeah, I have a Speed Clean washer I bought on your recommendation at the top load. It's three years old. You put the clothes in, half full or full, doesn't matter. Start the machine. It fills. It does its thing. Then it dumps and goes to refill and stops. Uh, first thing I thought, the water didn't seem to be coming in, so I took the hoses off, cleaned the screens and the hoses, there was a little debris there. We're on a well with filters, but uh, it started working again. But now the problem's back and worse. So I was wondering whether I should just call and use the warranties or something simple to fix it. Well, I, you may have a bad water valve to begin with, okay, which is a common <laughs> thing is- to happen. Okay. But. <laughs> I know they use the best water valve made, but it's still not up to my standards. Let's put it that way. 
uh, then, you know, uh, like, does the machine fill with rinse water? No, I mean, sir, that's what it stops. It does not fill with the rinse water. Okay, so that's the coal side of the valve. That's the coal side. So change the uh, hoses. Okay. Uh, reverse the hoses at your connections there. All right. Thank and you. then, And then, you know, if it fills with water, then I go right ahead and change the, the water valve. But, you, Paul, you've also got a warranty on this product. What warranties did you get with the product? Oh, Three, uh, five, or seven? Seven. Oh, well. Um, I just didn't want some... to bother if it was Oh, you, that's nice of you. Look, at, they'd be happy to come out there and fix that. And then, you know. You can send me an email and let me know if it was the water valve or not. I certainly will. And you just mentioned water valves on the refrigerator a little while ago. And yeah. uh, I love your show. I will listen to it every week. And thank you for what you do. Thank you very much for calling. I appreciate you buying a Speed Queen. Good luck for the next 22 years. There you go. Have a good day, sir. Happy New Year. And you too, sir. Take care. Joe, we're fortunate to have about two and a half minutes before the eight o'clock news, before the end of the show here. And you were mentioning earlier about the Right to Repair Act that you're interested in. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, manufacturers, starting with John Deere Tractor, okay? Manufacturers wanted to make sure that anybody working on a John Deere tractor was factory trained. So you had to go to the dealer. Now, that resulted in other manufacturers saying, well, you know, we want to fix our own products. And yeah, naturally, they make a lot of money when they fix their own. But uh, that's not the way the American public likes it. So there's a law just been passed, not yet enacted, that's going to allow the manufacturers or mandate the manufacturers to send repair instructions on products with the energy label attached to them. That means there's going to be have to be instructions on how to repair the product. I love that. I just love because there's some people who just love to repair their own product. And I'm talking lawyers and doctors and dentists and so forth, highly educated people who find it a challenge to fix their own. And that's why this radio program has been so popular for 40 years. People need to know information. They need to know shortcuts. They need to know the secrets of the service industry. And I am very happy, along with you, Donald, and Brian, and Danielle, and Dave, and everybody involved, we play a big role in helping consumers, and that was the whole beginning goal of this show 40 years ago. Thank you to all of you. I'll take my leave now and wish you all a happy new year. 
We'll be back next Sunday morning, as we are every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. It's the Home and Appliance Show. In the meantime, let's review some of the basics to stay in touch during the week. You can visit our webpage. Go to wjr.com slash appliance. You can hear past episodes of the show and see a list of our preferred partners. You can subscribe to our show as a podcast. Just search in your podcast software for the Home and Appliance Show and subscribe from there. It'll pop up every week just like clockwork. And you can email Joe Gannon at his own personal email address. It's the first four letters of appliance followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com.